After what Marcia shared this morning, I'm not sure we really need a sermon, but here we are. The first Sunday of Advent. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. As we start our Advent season, we are moving into an Advent theme titled A Messy Journey. As Ian, Liz, Gretchen, and I were planning the theme, Ian shared about how much of a mess Christmas can be. Christmas morning, wrapping paper everywhere, kids hyped up on sugar, toys strewn about, and it's an exciting mess. But that led into deeper conversation about how all of Christmas season can sometimes feel like a mess. There's so much to plan. December can be a long month, depending on your circumstances, with a lot of different engagements and commitments, or sometimes a long month of what feels like an empty house. We get to the point towards the end of December of the longest night of the year at winter solstice, and there can be many mixed emotions. Sometimes the entire season feels like this mess, but it's a journey we all go on every year. It's a journey Mary, Joseph, the angels, the shepherds, the wise men all went on in the very first Advent season. And the very first part of dealing with this journey, this messy journey, is the decision to participate in the Christmas season. The decision to enter into the journey. As we look at our scripture, the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and tells her the news that she will give birth to a son. There is some back and forth between Mary and Gabriel as Mary asks, how can this be possible since I am a virgin? Gabriel tells her that her cousin Elizabeth is pregnant in her old age and that nothing is impossible with God. Mary's response to the angel Gabriel is, I am the Lord's servant. May everything that you have said come true. In this response, Mary was making the decision to follow God. Mary was making the decision to engage with God in this journey. But here's the thing. Mary didn't decide to become pregnant. If you really look at the scripture, Gabriel did not ask Mary if she would be willing to give birth to the Messiah. The Annunciation was not a question, it was a statement of fact. The divine pregnancy was going to occur. Of course, I hope that if Mary had said to God, "Uh uh-uh, I'm out, I can't do this, that is too much for me to bear, that God would have given compassion and allowed her the choice. But how many times Has God called us to things that in the moment felt like it was too much for us to bear? And it was one of the most memorable, precious, growing experiences we've had in our life. 
No matter what God calls us to, God is with us in that journey. And quite frankly, God knows each of us intimately, so intimately that God knows what's in our hearts and what our hearts can take in a journey. God chose Mary specifically. And Mary made the decision to choose to follow God through a life-changing and world-changing experience. Have you ever thought that saying yes to God could change the world? Do you think Mary knew that her yes would change the world? If you look at the Annunciation, Gabriel told her that her child would be called the Son of the Most High, that he would sit on the throne of David, and that his kingdom would never end. Some of that, though, may have been interpreted figuratively. If I were to say, oh my gosh, that took forever, or if I said, oh, he gave her a ton of roses, We know that those phrases of forever and a ton are figurative. So when, when the angel Gabriel says to Mary, the son of the most high, or his kingdom will never end, could it be that both those phrases may have been interpreted figuratively? Even beyond that, Mary is not told in the Annunciation that this is the Messiah. So because of the figurative language, she may not have been able to fully grasp the gravity of what she was saying yes to. So I asked you, have you ever thought that saying yes to God could change the world? I bet most of you thought, well... God has never asked me to do something that was world-changing. Mary likely did not know that what God was asking her was world-changing. Yes, she was asked by an angel, and probably most of us have not experienced an encounter from an angel. But she likely had no idea how big of a part God was asking her to play. And yet she said yes. She made the decision to enter into this Christmas journey with God, waiting in anticipation to see what God would unveil. There's a phrase that goes something like this. Your actions may not change the world, but they may change one person's world. Is God asking you to do something this Christmas season? Is God asking for you to decide yes to engage with God in a journey? Maybe God is asking you to give to an organization or to volunteer somewhere or to call a family member that you haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe God's asking you to slow down and say no to a commitment. In these small requests and calls from God, 
We may not change the world. We might change the world and have no idea. But one person's world might be changed. And it might be our own. However, what I find most interesting in this story of Mary's Annunciation is not just in Mary's story told on its own, but in the contrast between the scripture that comes before the Annunciation. Does anyone know what story comes before Mary's Annunciation? It's Elizabeth and Zachariah. When Zachariah, and I, I honestly didn't realize this until I prepared this sermon, because I've often heard Mary's story told separately, Zachariah's story told separately, Joseph separately. But in the story right before, Zachariah also encounters an angel in the temple. And in this story, whenever Zechariah comes to, or when Zechariah is approached by an angel, the angel has great news that Zechariah and Elizabeth, even in their old age, will also bear a son. However, Zechariah's response is a little different than Mary's. Zechariah questions the angel, but Zechariah's response is, How can I be sure of this? I am old. My wife is well along in her years. How can I be sure of this? Because of his doubt, Zechariah then has to spend almost the next year, until his son is born, he has to spend that time in silence. You know, Mary's story follows the similar parallel where the angel tells her of this impossible news and Mary asks a question, but Mary's question is different. Mary's question is, how will this be? And, the, and Gabriel didn't chastise Mary like he did Zechariah. Scholars believe that Zechariah's response of, how can I be sure of this, is full of doubt, unbelief. Whereas Mary's response is simply a question about the logistics. I'm a virgin, how can this even happen? Logistics. This contrast is stark for me because it is this picture of a doubtful believer and a faithful believer. While that's probably its own sermon, it also paints a picture of how it is that we respond to God's call. How is it that we decide to participate in Christmas? And that decision shapes our journey. Both Mary and Zechariah responded differently to Gabriel. Technically, they both said yes. And they both were blessed with a baby boy. But because of how they said yes to God affected their experience. Zechariah doubted and had to spend almost the next year in silence But the birth still came. Even when we are stressed, 
Even when we are overwhelmed, if we aren't feeling Christmas, Christmas still comes. But our journey to Christmas, our celebration on Christmas Day, the whole month of December is shaped by our mindset of how we decide to participate in Christmas and how we decide to participate with God. If I enter into Christmas knowing I'm going to be overwhelmed, I will likely feel overwhelmed for the season. If I enter into Christmas anticipating sadness, I will experience sadness. However, if I enter into Christmas expecting to see God in some way, to feel God's presence in some way, I will see God because I am looking for God. However, deciding to follow God or deciding to enter into Christmas season looking for God does not mean our journey will be easy. Do you think that just because Mary said yes to God that her journey was easy? Joseph was ready to divorce her. How do you think her parents responded to the news? Even nowadays, if there is a teenage pregnancy, or somebody is, married, or is pregnant outside of wedlock, society tends to not look favorably on that person. Beyond that, the law of her, of her time, in Mary's time, required that a woman who became pregnant before the consummation of her marriage should be stoned to death. What the Lord was requiring of Mary was not easy. And the fact that Mary said yes willingly was a massive leap of faith. But Mary said yes to God with the mindset that she was God's servant. With the mindset that everything the angel said would come true. And then she got to spend all of Jesus' life watching and anticipating how the words of Gabriel would come to be. She had a mindset of anticipation. I recognize that the holidays can come with a lot of different feelings and emotions, from excitement to depression to anxiety to stress and every emotion in between. All of those feelings and emotions are valid. I'm going to say that one more time. Whatever it is that we are feeling during a time of Christmas, all those feelings and emotions are valid. We are allowed to bring all those emotions with us. Just because Mary said yes does not mean she did not feel anxious or upset or excited, or depressed. But in the midst of all the human emotions, she still waited with the anticipation of what was to come because of how she responded to Gabriel. How can we shift our mindset to one that we anticipate seeing Christ even in the holiday craziness? Or how can we shift our mindset during the holiday season, 
to be God's servant, to serve others throughout December. Marcia shared about a year that she skipped Christmas. And at the same time, she said it was one of the most rewarding years because she realized what true Christmas was about. About Jesus, what Jesus has done for us, the birth of the Messiah. If we change our mindset to focus on Jesus, everything else fades away. If we focus on Jesus, everything else, while still important, may not hold as much over us. Unfortunately, it's a whole lot easier said than done. But that is our challenge. That as we decide to participate in Christmas, we do so with a mindset focused on Jesus Christ and what his coming means for us. What his coming means for the entire world. Amen.